Hey, Oyen. What's up? Hi, everyone. Hi, Latoya. <laughs> I feel like that's our intro. Hi. Yeah, yeah. Hi, hi. <laughs> like for everything, which is good. It's like super friendly, open. Mm -hmm. So how was your day? It's going fine. As usual, busy. The end yeah. of the week as expected, you know. Yeah. Um, wow. Last week was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Last so. week we spoke about uh, we spoke to our lovely friend. Yeah, Marquez. Told us that, yeah, she told us her experience, um, our immigration experience, and how mm -hmm. she moved to Spain. You know, mm -hmm. that was around. Yeah, it was quite interesting. Positive. Yeah. Yeah, she was positive, very mm -hmm. positive. So I guess today we're basically going in to like starting a career or just continuing your career or just completely revamping yourself when you move you know what i mean like mm -hmm. landing your first that. job in canada or wherever or wherever you know mm -hmm. i don't know about you was it rough for you it was kind of rough for me <laughs> it was rough for me it was oh my god initially at the beginning i felt like um i, f I felt like i was starting afresh you mm -hmm. know my experience it, it felt like my experience back at home was invalid mm -hmm. in canada wow you know, i thought over, it was just me yes but over time you know you know when you get to learn about the work culture what they expected in their resume in your resumes and interview questions and how to answer the interview questions mm -hmm. then i realized that it was a different ball game it is so one has to be ready to do the work put in the work yeah because it's not easy <laughs> it's not yeah because i think for me because i'm such an independent person i had to i went through i was kind of depressed because i was like oh my god i can't find a job right away like what am i gonna do you know i need to start making my own money and stuff like that it was a pressure with like at home to start making money but it was just me and then i had just graduated college so i graduated college and 2017 and I moved in 2018 so it's like <laughs> I'm starting like it was a fresh, fresh experience starting yeah. a fresh <laughs> and you know this you, you I've developed those networks where I was from and it's like none of that can be transferred <laughs> <laughs> well your soft skills could be transferred that's a good one yeah so I think that <laughs> helps helped mm -hmm. me a lot so mm -hmm. in terms of um getting my foot in the door but that they never tell you when you settle first it could be it could take a while the worst thing the worst feeling is having rent due <laughs> and you don't even have the money to pay for it <laughs> you know oh my god that's now that's that that's so that's traumatizing <clears throat> Yeah, I, I remember um, when I landed, like they made us have this belief that, oh, there are lots of jobs in Canada. Once you move, just point at the company you want to work with and yeah. that's it. Boom, but, it's yours. <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> but, you know, my first um, two, in, no, initially, I think the, the beginning, I was submitting my resume and I never got the response, you know. Mm -hmm. Literally, I, 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 I would um, send my resume to like 10 different companies, mm -hmm. 10 different positions in, um, in, on Indeed. 
and I wouldn't even get the response of talk of interviews. Mm-hmm. And I realized I think I had to talk to a friend and the friend actually shared her own experience with me that she's been here for like four months mm-hmm. and she didn't even have a job. I'm like, what? So I did, at that point, I knew that I had to put in so much work. <laughs> so it's, it's, trust me, Latoya, it was so bad that I was literally spending the money, my like my settlement funds in yeah. Naira, in Canada, like the first, so I, I think I stayed one month without a job. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. Trust me, you don't want to spend all your money, all your settlement funds, paying bills because it's, it's, it's. Oh my God, it's traumatizing. Yeah. It was depressing. Yeah, then after a while, you know, I got to meet people. Yeah, like, like you said, networking. Talk yeah. to people. Talk to your countrymen. You know, share your. You know, share half of your problems with them. They would advise you, even if they can offer you a job. They would advise you on what and what you you should do. do. Then I, yeah, and that was how I got going. And it it was productive afterwards. It was. Yeah. And think, we'll be sharing our experience yeah. of how what we did <laughs> <laughs> over time. For real, like when I got here, I had like one or two interviews like set up for when I landed um but didn't pan out because they said well you don't have the experience like you don't have that much experience I was like okay let me approach it differently because I what I would normally do is just update my resume and like send it out and see who bites whereas I had to be more engaged in the process Mm -hmm. and I went to a headhunter (laughs) <laughs> you know, to help me to make sure that um, I had a right resume and all that stuff. When I did that, my first, I got a, a temporary job and I lasted for like a day. <laughs> oh my God. Every oh I, I think I have more traumatizing stories than when it came to I lasted for a day. Um, by choice because I went there and I thought to myself this is not what I wanted mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you should know go, what you want for yourself Yeah, don't just accept any job anything yeah I was mm-hmm. like, this is not what I want and then she was like well it's just to get you your foot in the door so yeah I, I lasted for a day and I was like yeah this isn't for me <laughs> but I had something else lined up but yeah, but I think I was unemployed for like two to three months, and I had so much trauma. I thought I had to learn French, so I started. I signed up for like Rosetta Stone. Wow. <laughs> yes, and then I had one recruiter message me back, and I was like, "Well, I do have some experience. It's not like I don't have anything. I had internships, you know, reputable internships." Mm-hmm. She was like, "Well, you don't have Canadian experience." And every door I got shut away because I was like, oh, you don't have Canadian experience, so you can't get your face right now. <laughs> you, you know, I, you know, I had the, I had the same thing when I was going for interviews and you you get recruiters telling you, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, you don't have Canadian experience. I'm experience. like, how do you expect me to have Canadian experience when you didn't even give me the opportunity Absolutely. to prove yeah. myself to you? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you expect me to have it? I'm coming yeah. from my, <laughs> I'm coming. I'm a new immigrant. I'm coming from my home country. Yeah. Like, you know, 
I remember the, my first job for me, I think I got them, I started working as a customer service in one of the big um, banks. Even though it wasn't what I wanted because I had accounting background, like auditing especially. But I, before coming to Canada, I made up my mind that I wasn't going to do anything related to auditing because I, I, I didn't enjoy it. It's just a personal decision. I didn't enjoy it. So I thought like, oh, Canada, with Canada, and moving to Canada, how I will have like, um, opportunities, yeah, to change like the, the paths. To, to change my career path. So I decided I wanted to go into something related to financial accounting. Don't get me, and so to know, I don't have any experience in financial accounting, but I know the theoretical, you know, I had the theoretical background knowledge. So I knew that I wasn't going to be applying to the accounting consulting sector, um, consulting sectors. So I went for, so at some point, when I was applying, I was so particular about accounting jobs. But when I was not getting any response or when I get interviews, they tell you, you don't have a Canadian experience. I decided yeah. to tilt a little bit because people were telling me, oh, you should apply to all companies, banking sectors. They are always recruiting. And I'm like, okay, let's try all that, you know, other sectors. And that was how I got my first job as a customer service in one of those big firms. Yeah. You know, on getting to, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that mm-hmm. I did that particular job because I spent just one month in that company but I learned a lot working with that company because I understood you know the Canadian orientation I understood the the, the work culture for in yeah. Canadian companies and that way I was aggressive and I was actively looking for accounting jobs you know and yeah. at some point I even had to register for a bridging program you know in my profession which was yeah. which lasted for three months you know imagine after after working, I close before I will still have to go to class. Starts for six and ends for ten p.m. Yeah. Just because I wanted to get myself that particular job that I wanted. Yeah. You know, I didn't. I I didn't. And I was so glad I went for the three months course, the bridging program, which was um I think it was paid by the Canadian government, so I didn't have to pay any fees for it. Mm-hmm. And with that, with with the um with the bridging program, they referred me to my first accounting job. And you know, Not, I'm so yeah, yeah. Not the three-letter word. <laughs> the three-letter company. Yeah, 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 yeah. You and I didn't understand that. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, they referred me, and yes. Although I still had to go for interviews, you know, I spoke to people, mm-hmm. and you know, to just convince them that I'm capable of doing the job that they are, um, you know, they are employing me for. But at the same time, you know, it's it's also key because you don't have references here in Canada, and yeah. having these your lecturers that tutored you, you know, mm-hmm. the, getting them as your reference was like a big plus for me you know and that's what i tell people like if you have a pr and you come in as a permanent residence there are so many um bridging programs you know those are the mistakes i made or not i wasn't aware i wasn't informed (laughs) for the first three months i wasn't informed you had the experience and you still had to go and do this whole bridging thing for them to say hey okay then she's proven herself to so she could do the quote-unquote canadian work yeah yeah Yeah. so for for me i didn't have no real quote-unquote experience because i came from working in government like governmental accounting is completely different than what we did what i did there versus here Mm -hmm. Um, so 
the, so I wasn't afraid of the challenge. Uh, I was more so more so like concerned about the pay because I was making. <laughs> At some point, I wasn't bothered about the pay. I just wanted to start working. <laughs> I was I was more so stressed about like the pay, like because I I was used to making a certain amount of money, like money. entry level and. The pay was like below the entry level, <laughs> what I was used yeah. to. So I had to get comfortable with that. But then once I got in, I t- I think I even though I took a pay cut, I gained so much from that experience. I had to True. delete. I had to delete payday out of my mind and be like, you know what, sis, you're making X amount of dollars. You gotta live with it um, until you could do better. But. I learned so much being there because it helped me um, for other situations. I think it was like more so like revamping yourself or just not feeling stick to like one thing. Because when I got one home, thing, to yeah, one thing like oh, I need a government job because that's what I was doing. True, you have to be open-minded. Yeah, so I wanted, so I had to learn how to be like open-minded, and it forced it forced me to do the research of what other opportunities are open for me. The house so, there, yeah, yeah, because I know if I was in the Bahamas still, I don't think I would have had like all these other opportunities, mm-hmm. other okay. like avenues to have a a career, like a more diverse career. Even with, like, the consulting firm we worked, we had clients that from, like, different... Different sectors. Different sectors. Yeah, it was really vast. Yeah. Yeah, so I that was a lot. really cool experience. And then being able to work for, like, a tech company was pretty cool, too. You know, like, you just have so much... You just have to think out of the box. And you'd be like, wow, sure. I can fit in here, you know? <laughs> so it was yeah. pretty cool. I think for me, um, all I'm going to say is once you're getting, although they keep saying you can start applying for jobs from your own country, mm-hmm. you know, like um, there's, there's this website, Job Bank. So you can, you know, I, rem- <laughs> I remember that I had to create a profile on Job Bank, which um, I think they were asking for your Canadian address. So to me, it wasn't even realistic. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have a Canadian address. So how how yeah. how was I gonna get jobs through Job Bank? But back to what I'm saying is, um, once you get in, try and um, navigate. Go for career fairs. With these were things I I didn't do. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't network enough because I realized that Canadian most of these um, companies we have some small medium companies that won't even post their job. Um, openings. Some mm-hmm. of them go through agencies. They don't want to go yeah. through distress. No. Some of them just, you know, just go for career fairs and just look for someone that is smart enough and employ the person at the spot. So yeah. there are so many avenues that. So all I had in at the back of my head was, oh, I'm gonna do everything online. Yeah. I'm gonna make use of in no. LinkedIn. I'm no. gonna make use of Indeed. <laughs> so there are so many other avenues to get jobs and. Yeah. Um, the people you know next yeah reference yeah, yeah networking big on i think other countries too it's just like have like networking and that's why we said too with episode one that it's very important you take advantage of putting yourself out there to meet new people because yeah. 
that helps with networking. I think um, Craig had always had a really great experience with networking with someone. He just was like a contractor at a place that he worked. And he was like, and the person looked at him, he was like, you don't belong here. I have a job mm-hmm. for you. And wow. next it. thing you know, he's working to a public accounting firm. You know, like, mm-hmm. like that is the power of networking and, and being open and friendly to people. And then mm-hmm. sometimes I think for, I had experience where people will see like, oh, you worked at this place. I know so-and-so. I could connect mm-hmm. with them and they give you a good reference thing. You know, like stuff like that. There some places you would go, you have to realize too, like there, there's a hidden job market. Moving to Canada in 2018, I wasn't really active on LinkedIn. I didn't even know how to navigate my way on LinkedIn. I never... I knew that you could get jobs on LinkedIn, but it wasn't mm-hmm. one of it wasn't an option for us back at home. You yeah, know, we go for interviews same. and plug directly into the company. So, so getting here, and I knew how powerful LinkedIn was. Mm-hmm. I had to learn. I had to train myself on how to use LinkedIn. I think I would also like to mention that if you're a fresh graduate or you feel you don't have enough soft skills, that and you know that you can transfer to new jobs in Canada. You you know you can always apply for some online courses. I think there are some free online courses you can do. Udemy, Coursera. Yeah. You know. I feel like in this part of the world, you can get things done if you are really determined. You, you don't yeah. even have any skills because um, it's just getting the right information and meeting the right people. And I also realized that having a mentor is also very vital because I've got friends that when they moved to the country, they were fortunate enough to meet people that could direct them. And they got a mentor. They were paired to, to good mentors like this. And they got a job. You know, the mentor would, would always coach you on how yeah. to apply for jobs. Inter- practice interview questions with you until you land yourself that first job the mentor wouldn't leave you and they were all free you know all the services were free, free. and i'm like how come i didn't even hear about this you know <laughs> so <laughs> i feel like apart from networking apart from applying to jobs on indeed you know linkedin yourself you should also try to get a mentor and that's of course a mentor that that you know that you can learn enough from yeah. and yeah and I feel like it's it's also a very very good opportunity to meet someone that you know that would always that you can aspire that you always aspire to be like you know mm-hmm. I know you have your real real job because I always thought I have my real life profession but what about like other things that you're passionate about like um, your side hustles I find it to be easier to do your passion or get into new things when you mm-hmm. go other places because then you don't feel that pressure that of, pressure. Some, of mm-hmm. someone being overcritical of your stuff. You can just put mm-hmm. things out into the environment and see what sticks to anybody, sticks to somebody. You know, you for think? me, yeah, you're very right. Having a very passive income under it's it's some aside from your regular income, aside from your paycheck, is very, very essential in this part of the world. Mm-hmm. I think for me, initially, I was 
confused as to what I'm what I'm really passionate about. <laughs> I had an I had an idea of almost every little thing, you know, yeah. you know, making a plating hair. I had like fifty percent idea. Cooking, Listen, I had fifty percent idea. <laughs> so I really didn't know. Is lucrative right now. <laughs> You're good. Oh the makeup. I had 50% idea. So I wasn't, I didn't even know where to focus on. I'm like, should I do this? Should I do that? And you know, the, you know, the funniest part is that when people visit or they get to see what I've done, they're like, oh my God, you're so good. You should start yes. making things as a profession. Oh <laughs> you should start getting money from this. And I'm like, yes. I don't think I'm good enough. <laughs> oh my God. I would, uh, <laughs> like, okay, for, for, when you live, for, like, I think when you live in a predominantly, non-black society but then you still have different sectors different areas that have predominantly black people mm-hmm. they appreciate that especially if they can't do it this, themselves they're looking for someone to do it True. my aunt before i moved here um to london my aunt was paying like two two hundred dollars for braids Two three hundred dollars for braids. Say what? I'm even because screaming no about one. those that are collecting one fifty a year. Like it's crazy. No one here braids. No one knows how to braid. So I was just braiding my cousin's hair. She said, "You need to be charging people for this. You're good. You're good." I'm like, yeah. okay, I don't, I don't know. but you find that too because. You are. You already have a market. You know. You just have to go out there and like promote yourself. And promote yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So you feel confident in your ability. And but trust me, when you move and you know that you can't get some of the services that you're used to getting, you find a way to do it yourself. <laughs> you know. I tell you, if I tell you so many things I've done myself, I don't think I've ever imagined. But I would do this, all of this myself, you know, aside from doing the regular house chores, you know, there are so many things I I find myself doing and I'm like, you know, if you asked me five years ago, if I could do this, I would say no, No. I I would never have thought that I could do this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel like this part of the world brings out the best in you. You, yeah. you find yourself doing things that are very challenging. And, you know, there are big wins. Let's celebrate our small wins and big wins. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, small and big wins. But then, like, it's, yeah. it's always like a, like, when you reflect on where you mm-hmm. started now, it's always like, wow, I did all of that. I did all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I did all sure. of that. But I think you have more leeway to develop a side hustle um, as long as you're creative about it. You know what I mean? Like, creative, yeah. Yeah, when you go out, put yourself out there for something new and creative, you're like, okay, I see that this is lacking. I see who else would like this type of service. Yeah. And who knows? Okay. So having said that, so you could also come into the country and decide that you don't want a nine-to-five job. And just yeah. part of a business on your own. You know, it could be something. It could be something that you really specialize in and you're really good at it. Start it up because they just look for, you know, that product or service that you know that would also will make a positive impact and people are willing to pay for your services. You yeah. Know? I, I found so many, so many of my friends that would just come in and just, you know, create like um, a website and start braiding and they make a lot of money. You know, yes. some of them even go to fashion designing. Some of them mm-hmm. even go to um, 
things like cooking special meals, like intercontinental inter- meals, yes. uh, you know, African foods, like, you know, it's, people yeah. don't really have the time to, to, to do those, you know, to, to cook. So yeah. if, you can, if you are really good at it, you can, you know, specialize in that area, make money out of it. Yeah. And also, um, you know, I also discovered that some people don't even have, like, let's talk apart from coming in as um, a skilled worker. We're talking, so we're talking about um, international students that don't even have the work experience. Yeah. yeah. So how do they get their first job? What do you think they should do to get their first job? Well, <laughs> when I was an international student in Florida, mm-hmm. I touched on it briefly, but I worked when I went to, because uh, as an international student in Florida in the U.S., you can't work off campus until like like after you've been one year on your F one status, mm-hmm. and but if you find but if it's on campus, you could find a job. So for me, I was looking for jobs on campus, but when <laughs> you're, <laughs> I was working by the second week of classes, okay, on campus. But when I got into university, that's when it really mattered. You know, because mm-hmm. that's when I had to put you had to there. Yourself so I had to find, like, you have to be very diligent. Like, how do I get in there and find that opportunity that I need, you know, to that I can use those skills to transfer into other opportunities? So, because it's limited. Um, so I think they have career fairs that we mentioned for international students. You can use use that those um i find canadian universities are more beneficial for our international students because you can work right away and also mm-hmm. you have all these like job fairs that offer job fairs going yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah back. all these different like internships that matters and then mm-hmm. also you can i think some programs allow you to do co-ops a co-op for six with, months yeah yeah with supplements for some of the classes that you have mm-hmm. to take uh, i met a co-op student at one of the companies the tech company i work for and she worked there for like uh almost a year mm. and she was making good money you know like good money yeah yeah like and also look for internships that pay that pays exactly <laughs> internships that pays <laughs> don't be afraid to apply for internships or co-ops mm-hmm. that pay and i think um they always feel like oh i feel unpaid internships are is a very very last resort very very last resort um so and I, yeah as long as you be active for my mm-hmm. experience I was super active on campus and getting to know different people and just people knew me before I knew them. So you also want to have that very bright personality, like great personality and just be very open and, you know, mm-hmm. and not be afraid. You're ready on the other side of the world. You have to make a decision. Right? Do I yeah, want to stay trauma. here or do I want to go home or what can I get out of this experience while I'm here, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I also find volunteering very helpful if you know you don't really have any experience at all. There's mm-hmm. so many um, companies that offer volunteering uh, services. 
you know, you can enroll for one just to have the Canadian experience, experience. or the experience that you need. It could be just one month, you know, volunteering job. And it, t- it totally makes a difference when you have that on your resume because no yeah. employee, no employer is going to tell you if you don't have the Canadian experience, whether it's paid or yeah. it's unpaid. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a work yeah. experience. Yeah, so it's don't, don't come here and don't get a job. like don't waste your four years or however long your program is don't waste it don't waste it you know and also while you're volunteering you can also meet people because you know people you 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 never under like never underestimate the people you even meet while you're volunteering because some people might just be observing you oh she's so diligent let's let's recruit her let's make her permanent let's make her temporary you know Mm -hmm. you never can sell just give it a a very good a very good opportunity and that's it yeah that's it that's true. Um, I feel like um, we've mentioned everything that we need yeah. to. So basically, from like the end result, this base is basically like, do, like, don't be afraid to try new things, and or if you have to reinvent yourself, mm-hmm. I think that is also a great thing. Um, yeah, and just. Yeah, and talking about reinventing, like, so you're saying if you totally want to change your career path, you can also go back to school, get a certificate, and start all over. Yeah, I I have a very good friend that did that from accounting. You know, he just, he said, oh, before you can get a very good job, you know, he had a very terrible experience looking for a job, landing his first job in accounting, and he just decided to go back to school, you know. He went into IT enrolled for a course in IT, got got out of the I think he did like a six to nine month course. Yeah. And he got his first job in IT, you know? And he's mm-hmm. he's making good money out of it right now. Like he's enjoying what he's doing. Yeah. Reinventing yourself is really great. It's like mm-hmm. you see like you're that's why I encourage everyone, if you come here you do like the federal scale working program. Because then mm-hmm. you have nothing to stress over. You don't have no feel like you're... I know. People feel that a lot. <laughs> like you're already here. <laughs> you know, be creative. I tell people, be creative when you're making a decision. Like if you mm-hmm. say, hey, this isn't really working out, let me try something else. Because you don't not- want any explanation. Yeah. Just do what you want. Just do what you want. Like, who's yeah. pressuring you? I had to no. talk myself. This is what I told myself. Yeah, trust me. It's not as easy as we say because you have people that are managers from their own country mm-hmm. coming to the new, and you know, coming to um, a new environment and starting all over again. When you first, you have a sigh of relief, but sometimes you feel like experience that whole thing of like imposter syndrome when you first get here. Like, maybe I'm not good enough or not this. It just uh, it's gonna subside <laughs> as yeah. long as you keep or your, doing or your accent is gonna deter you from getting the first job yeah, <laughs> yeah. then you start limiting you start limiting Do yourself, yourself. <laughs> yeah. i guess that's all what do you have any words of encouragement this week oh i think we said it all yeah. you know once you once you know what you want for yourself first of all determine what you want for yourself don't just accept any kind of job don't limit yourself you know i know you will have um you know you will have some sort of pressure on you when you come in or when you first land because Mm -hmm. 
Well, you you just want to get a job that's gonna pay your bills. You you might not be bothered about you know if the pay is is come is is a measure with your skills or your experience. But at the yeah. same time, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Just relax. You know what you're aiming for. Go get it. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Awesome. Well said. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening to another episode of Us Talking and Straight. <laughs> yeah. uh, I hope you enjoy. Don't forget to share with your friends, like, comment, and yeah, enjoy. And okay. make write down your reviews if you have anything to comment about. Yeah, Please. don't forget to send us more uh, questions. Oh, we should do another episode of questions. True, true. Yeah, true. like an update. Let's see. Oh. Yeah, but that's after we've posted. Yeah. <laughs> we should we should stop. Yeah. <laughs> we should post so, something. Alright, cool. So All right. enjoy. Bye. Enjoy it. Bye. <laughs>